Well, hello everybody. Uh, my name is Max Dubois. You are tuned in to the Mismatch Play, and I am joined as always by the sleeveless Austin Wingfield. Austin, how are you doing today? I, think I didn't find my sleeves today. I will apologize in advance for shitty internet, so y'all bear with bear with us. Um, but I'm excited to talk 40k. I'm swamped with football and work, and I always look doing nothing but talking to Max on Tuesdays. Yes. Yes. That's my favorite part, too. I'm doing nothing but talk Warhammer, but I can talk <laughs> Warhammer some more. Uh, all right. What, uh, what are we talking about today, actually? couple topics. Um, one, we'll, we'll probably chit-chat at some point during the episode about my tournament um, that I came from and uh, how that was, but also big GW tournament over the weekend. So we get to talk about the first inaugural GW run event for the last decade, maybe? They've been out for a while, so... No, they had a few. They, uh, they had a few uh, a few U.S. Uh, so before the whole lockdown thing. But the definitely yeah. first one in ninth edition, though, for sure. First ones. They're really excited about that. Um, then, they're, they've been dubbed the Chad Steelers. So I'm clueless to what GSC topic or list we're talking about. So uh, we'll go on this journey together. Um, <laughs> through whatever Max has got us uh, going through with GSC talk. And shout out to my buddy KC. He uh, got some Necrons back. So my Necrons are now painted. I have a 2,000-point list painted, ready to go. So we're talking Necrons today because I can't help myself. They look too cool not to play. All right. Well, that's, that is a perfect. That should be a pretty great show. Once again, I, I am uh, uh, busy as a beast, so we'll cut right around 9. We cannot uh, overdo it today. But rest assured. Uh, also, for our viewers, uh, I don't remember who, but somebody asked me about uh, Imperial Knights. We'll talk about those uh, next week uh, because uh, well, I get to play them a couple of times this week. So next week, uh, I'll have more to talk about uh, for uh, whoever was asking me about Imperial Knights. That is coming up, but just not this week. So, uh, yeah, let's get this uh, the show on the road, uh, shall we, fella? Let's do it. For the thousands in attendance and the millions the watching around the world. This is Mismatch Play. All right. So, uh, well, first of all, I did not know that you attended the tournament. Did you tell me about uh, this tournament? I feel like the words came out of my mouth, um, but I couldn't I couldn't tell you. I went into a warp if we didn't well, talk about it. Well, no, but go, uh, please, please enlighten me. Did you, did did, you win yeah. some cool-ass trophy? We won um, best painted model. All right, don't uh, care anymore. Perfect. No, no, nah, I'm and, just. Uh, I got fourth place, so I got uh, got some. I won free. To, I won a Helldrake, which I'm excited about. Thousand Suns Helldrakes, and yeah, the future, they're good uh, now. The, well, they're they're good, but like it really shows you what's going to happen with CSM. So we'll talk about that. But I bought a bunch of new models because uh, free money is free money. But uh, I took out Bellicor and the demons again, and again. Four and one again. Um, so What's two your GTs in a row. Yeah, I lost to the same guy I lost in the last GT. <laughs> Juice, ju I played Juice the same game, the same round, the same mission. No way. Oh, but I, I was at so uh, that was the event. TJ was at that event where he won the uh, TJ. He, TJ he, he was uh, undefeated. He went undefeated, um, dodging uh, Admech along the way. I thought he Love. played Juice last round. 
Did no, he did not. Oh. He did not. Juice, uh, the two top AdMech players faced off in the finals. Oh. Um, but, yeah, we we all know uh, none of us want any part of that shit. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a new game plan in that game, and uh, it did not work. I'll just t- briefly tell you, Juice sneezed at Bellacore and sneezed at the Super Chicken and, and accidentally killed them both. Oh, it just uh, it just happened. It was a... it doesn't you couldn't physically do it again if you tried. Like you could roll dice for the rest of the year, and it, that sequence of events wouldn't happen. <laughs> it was so bad. It was it was wild. We were both. I maybe more than him was was hammered <laughs> at you, that time. You hammered. Oh, we were we were putting them back, man. So <laughs> I I love. I just the, what are the chances you play again the same mission too. That yeah, battle lines, so, so the random. battle lines mission is really tough. Um, where you deploy to against the Admech, so uh, it's rough, dude. So I'm really happy with the demons. Um, pretty much, I've only lost to Admech, and I cry. I've been beating the snot out of Jakari, um, and pretty much beating the brakes off a lot of people. So really cool list, and uh, excited to keep. I'll keep running that probably at any any of the big events, and but I'm gonna start. Dab, dabbling in my Necrons now too. Yeah, I mean, because you uh, you were you know putting the the Necrons really high on your little uh, little, little uh, pedestal over there, so I'm, I'm really uh, want to see what you uh, what you got cooking with them. But we'll talk about the Necrons a little bit later in this episode. Uh, for uh, whoever wanted to talk about Grey Knights, uh, tomorrow morning I'm recording a, a little uh, a Coach's Corner uh, bonus episode with Brad Chester, and we will uh, break down the full book. And then probably look at a couple of army lists as well. So, so uh, probably n- next week or next two weeks, uh, that's that's going to be coming out. Or maybe, excuse me, later this week or the next week. Uh, you got that to look forward to. Uh, but I'll probably do it really fast because I love, I, love I love talking Grey Knights and I love talking with Brad. So that, you know, that's going to Yeah, that's happen. fantastic. And any point, um, I do have my, my first takes on Thousand Suns. Um, we can chat that up anytime, or I'll send it to Max, and he can talk to Brad about it. No, but let's uh, let's no let's table that. And let's the next week. Let next week let's do um, next week let's do uh, Thousand Suns and Imperial Knights. That way, you get to talk about something chaos, and then you get to let me talk about knights without turning it into. But I want to talk about chaos knights, so uh, you know, compromise. I have to I have to keep Austin like in check or something. I have yep. to give him. Oh, also, huge shout out to Sci-Fi. Uh, Five months in a row. What a freaking legend, eh? Legend. Brothers. Well, speaking of legends, Games Workshop tournament this weekend, uh, it was stream. It was stream. Well, you were at a tournament yourself, so did you watch any of the of the coverage? I was not able to watch any of the coverage, but I heard it was pretty cool. Um, I know you and I had chatted about the terrain, and hopefully they keep making improvements um, just with quality, but it ended up being okay, I think, uh, in the long run, but... Well, funny you should say these are the three first things on my little checklist of things I want to talk about. So, well, terrain for the 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 lackluster part was like the little board, like whatever was whatever the terrain was on top was kind of was like a painted board, right? Like I think the first couple of years at Nova it was just like a board with like color, and that was really weird compared to all of these streams that that we watched. But the actual terrain layout I think was like really 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 great. Uh, compared to other stuff that we're uh, we've grown like kind of accustomed to, or like the world the world championship terrain, this is like a completely different thing. It's not like an ITC table. Uh, I really enjoy that. But the stream itself 
was really uh i was expecting it to be really garbage uh to be honest and it was uh, pretty great actually because it was uh paul murphy and nick Nanavati. and i'm not a huge fan of paul usually because paul has been doing the games workshop stream for a while but usually in he's in the uh, the analyst role like the strategy part of role but now he's with nick Nanavati, so he was doing like the the commentary and then nick Nanavati was doing like the tactical thing and that was that was really a uh it was much both of them were like well suited for what they were doing uh so i i love this this formula it was the best one that they did i think uh yeah we, i don't know if it's still out there i'd have to go back and watch it because i do like sitting around and watching 40k stuff all the time so i have to check it out if it I is think, on- i think if you uh, uh i think it, it used to be uh, you have to, to subscribe to the um you had to subscribe to their Twitch, but it was available. But maybe now with Warhammer uh, TV or whatever it's called, whatever the, the Netflix, Warhammer Netflix, I'm going to call it like that. Uh, I think it might be different now, or you get to access those things maybe. Uh, but I, I was honestly pleasantly surprised because I uh, I thought about like listening on it to mute because I I honestly thought it would have been it would be unbearable. But it was it was a pretty great show actually. Awesome. Um, but now. The main thing I think that uh, that we have to kind of well address, Minada, I like your your thoughts on it. Top four, art of war, art of war, art of war, art of war. Uh, what's up? What's up with that? How? Why do they win, Austin? Why do they win this game of toy soldiers? Well, one, I have I'd have to look at this. How? Who else was there? But they were by far they're the best at the event. Um, <laughs> No, no, and you, they're already one of the best at any event, right? Even like Agreed. you know, ACL, ITC events, they're already they're they're filling up top eights. Three or four of them are almost making you know top eights all the time anyway. So I don't know how many other people from major teams were at the GW event. I'd have to look. I, I could be wrong in saying it was just them. I'm sure other people were there, but I still think. They're the best of the best uh, that went to the event. So shout out to them. They all brought bangers uh, of lists. They built specific lists for the terrain. Yes. Um, they they know what they're doing. Like, they, well, that's they the thing that about... I, I was hoping that you'd go there. They built the exact tables when Games Workshop like showed what tables they want. They built them and then they practiced, and their lists are all tweaked for terrain. That's the biggest difference. Like, if you looked at all of their lists, it's not what they usually play. It's lists. May that this I think this is like the best like the biggest change yeah. in all this and and they're all down to play whatever um too so they're down to change their list build it paint it practice 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 for specific events um and they're down to game any game system so if any uh, advantage that you can get they find a way to get it um and that's what par- partly makes them great at. at some of the stuff so yeah shout out to them um for doing that um yeah they did great and um i did look at their pairings so i mean admec was not i don't like no one that no one basically had a hard game until the finals when they all started playing each other in my opinion i think <laughs> if you look i mean I, again i don't know who anybody is but just list wise you can tell their lists are, are specifically constructed to uh, regardless of the opponent, um, and they did really well doing it. 
Yeah, uh, well, d definitely. It was a big, uh, big take when you analyze lists. There's like a bunch of lists that are like super classic, and then they're there. They're the four art of war lists that were not not what people usually run because they were tweaked for this event, uh, namely like night spinners and and, the, and this kind of stuff that usually you play a lot more. But with the games drop terrain, you get more line of sight. Like if you want to be an objective, you have to commit stuff uh, a lot of times. So you can't just like hide around a wall and just do that for the whole game you have to, to commit stuff or you have to like it's it, it's a really interesting I, I like the board a lot more now that i've seen it in play i think a lot of uh just like a lot of people actually i think everybody had like their doubts but like seeing it in play and seeing how it changes also the, the, the meta because a lot of the lists are going to be changed now now that you know this it's like the the nova l's basically but it's it's the gamers workshop acrylic or whatever uh terrain want to call it i i really think this is a cool cool improvement uh and yeah as you said not a lot of like big takeaways uh from the weekend except like these guys are crushing it and congratulations to them i guess yeah the only thing i would like to say is shame on mark perry for not running chaos um that's all i have to say about. Uh, yeah but you play eldar though which is you know a whole other uh a whole other bag like playing eldar it's Oh, I, I'm just giving him shit. Um, I love our. He's a chaos. He's one of our chaos. You know, he's one of the Bash Bros, and he didn't bring chaos. I'm very upset about it. Uh, well, yeah, you, you and he was known as it, like for, he was known as a chaos player, and he, he's a lot like you in terms of like play style of like I will like shove all of my toys in your face, and you're gonna have to deal with all my toys, and not one of the more more uh, calculated type of player. Uh, so, so yeah, I, I can see, I can see that the, the, you guys are in the same uh, same little fan club over there. <laughs> uh, all right. Oh, and yeah. Oh, so they had the bracket system so that everybody could win their own. Uh, like if, if at the end of day one, they 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 do like the brackets. So uh, yeah, the top eight was basically uh, the first bracket, and then it was other other little brackets. It was a, a that's a that's a great system. By the way, we talked about pairings last yep. week, but that's a really great like brackets. It's almost like it's almost like the guy who ran Nova runs these events. Almost. Oh. Where's your where's your tinfoil hat? I'm, I'm, where's where's the tinfoil hat when you need it? Oh, it's, it's too it's uh, too far away. <laughs> <laughs> can't bring this stuff up if you don't have the hat, man. Uh, that's how they get you. That's how they get you. Uh, all right. Now you know what else happened during the weekend, Austin. Um, I drank a bunch. Um, played a bunch of 40k. That's all I know. All right. Well, let me enlighten you with the greatest story you will ever hear. Uh, so, and th this is, by the way, th this is going to be completely uh, uh stupid, but this is the the stuff that I live for. Uh, so during the weekend, at some point, um. Well, no, during last week, at some point, a story came out about a dude that posted on Reddit that he uh, had not played Warhammer for, like, around 10 years, and then he just bought a whole Genestar Cult army to play in a tournament. So he just, like, looked at the malls, he said, oh, I want to do this, I'm going to enroll in, in, in uh, like, it's a charity tournament type of thing that was this weekend. Uh, so, you know, he, he went and he posted his, his completely uh, atrocious list. Of Gene Circle that he just bought, that he just painted to go to a tournament. Now, this is the stuff that I live for. Uh, <laughs> so, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, run you through the to the list here uh, in a second. 
Uh, which one is this? So this and so, so this so. I'm sorry. What? Do we get to know how he did before we well, see Well, not it? before. No, obviously not. I I know how he did. I will tell you uh, for sure. But so so. The, here's the Chad Steeler, and this is like the most Chad move ever because like he you know brought two thousand points and he came in with a very clear uh, game plan here. So this is the the full list. Uh, so, so it's a twisted elix would give you, I think, plus one strength and plus one to advance, or plus one strength plus two to advance, something like this. Uh, so Magnus, uh, with the Crouchling, which is my favorite upgrade just because of the name, uh, that's a real upgrade. Uh, you get a Patriarch with Elixir of Prime Specimen and Biomorph Adaptation, which is the Warlord trait, and then you get a Primus, and the Primus is like Mr. Combo, uh, because th that guy is like... Filled up up the wazoo with like all these little tricks. So Alien Majesty gives him uh, plus three inches to his auras. He has a sword that's just like a good close combat thing. And then Art of the Creed is basically you pick an enemy and then you get rerolls versus that enemy. Um, oh no, Art of the Creed gives you twice that. So you pick two enemies and then you get rerolls versus these two enemies to units within six. But because he has Alien Majesty, it's a bigger aura, so he doubles down the bigger aura. Anyway, and then we get to the fun part. Austin, are you ready? Every single Acolyte uh, hybrid in this list has a Hand Flamer. Every single one of them. So he's got a unit of 10, a unit of 10, a unit of 16, a unit of 16, a unit of 5, another unit of 5. And then uh, you get three Cult Armored Sentinels, three Goliath Rock Grinders, and two Goliath Thrucks. And now his plan is, you know all these blips and all of these, uh, you know, shenanigans. Can you tell me how the blips uh, work in, in the gene circle? Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, so during deployment, um, you can um, put a number of things into what their deep strike, right? But everything that's deployed is a blip. So you don't, you, you place the blips around your deployment zone like you're deploying units. Um, but you don't have to reveal what they are um, until after your opponent has their first turn of movement. And they're not allowed to move within nine of these blips. And then so, Max, you go with your knights, you move, you're not over nine away. I then can start putting my models, uh, start deploying where the blips are. Now there's some sneaky shit you can do because that you can deploy outside the zone as long as the blips at the front gain a little extra movement and do some weird stuff with that. You can also remove blips with certain abilities and stratagems to put even more into Deep Strike. Um, but that's that's one of the, the strange mechanics for GSE. Well, funny you should say it's a strange mechanic because uh, Chad here, not using any of that, he just forwards deploy everything nine inches away from you. No blip, no nothing, just forward deploy. Because all of these guys, forward deploy. So he starts within charge range. That's his only plan. Turn one, charging you. If he plays Got second, it. no problem. Charge. So how, how does he do that? I that's that's the list. That's what it does. I'm I'm unf I think that's the acolyte special rules is like I, basically deep strike almost everything. So you can from what deep I strike. gather. You Again, can, this is all coming from the the, the Reddit uh, tread of awesomeness. I that is, so uh, you cannot forward deploy them. They can, however, deep strike. So they would show up nine away. So that it's not like they start nine away and then move and charge turn one. They, uh, they, they no, they, yeah, they, exactly. They deep strike and then you just roll like nines or whatever, sevens or you get correct. pluses, right? This army uh, gets pluses. No, not not, not the twisted <laughs> Felix. 
Let's roll nines then. All right, whatever. This, this works fine. Okay. Uh, so, so is this is there anything besides like all the flamer? I think he he switched his list for something at some point. He's but very minor uh, changes. And then uh, it's a fun. So the guy uh, in his tail goes and says, uh, you know. I have had three practice games with this army, so I know what I'm doing. Uh, and it was thousand-point games, and I won all three, so I am like ready to, to bang at two thousand points. Uh, so, uh, because he was probably busy uh, painting them, you know. All right, so uh, we'll play a little guessing game here. I'm gonna tell you the matchup and the round, and then you tell me if he wins or if he loses. Sweet. Uh, you ready? All right. So round one, he's playing Admech and uh, Imperial Knights. Admec and Knights. Um, yes, sir. I believe, depending on his secondaries, he could make a game out of it, but I think there's physically no way he could survive past turn three. You so are correct, sir. He loses. He, <laughs> he loses. You are correct. Yes. All right. Round two. He plays Death Watch. You know the alien killers? Can I tell you, there is physically no way to kill the Death Watch. Death Watch will absolutely slaughter um you especially if they're doing their um their forward deploy shenanigans and their little deep strike tricks and their pickup dudes and show up they'll actually everything that shows up on the table uh, doesn't make it so i they, he probably got slaughtered he did not he won the game by a, uh, a large number as well his wins were impressive wins by the way whenever he wins he wins like he uh, he, he pulls a, a sean Naden. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> I love it. So again, this—that's what GSC does really well, right? They—if you pick secondaries and you just play the primary, because I think it's so. Uh, well, his plan again, as state, I'm not sure how how he did it in every. If he didn't, is line breaker every single game, engage every single game, and then something based on the opponent's army because you start basically in the deployment zone, so you get line breaker because your whole army is going to be there anyway. Like, if you're not getting line breaker, you're losing because that's where your whole army is, right? <laughs> that's his whole plan. Sure. Got so, it. Um, so that was his, the, the take on secondaries, line breaker, and then figure stuff out was, uh, was the plan. Uh, so my, my guess is the Death Watch did not, like, get to cross their deployment zone at, no, like, at any point. In yeah, I'd, I'd have to see the list, too, because, I mean, me thinking of the Death Watch list um, with the dreads and the... Some of the shenanigans, I think it would be tough for the GSC to, but it might not be that list. So, all right, moving on to round three, uh, he plays straight admic, the pure admic at one and one. Yeah, there's no. And no then way. word around town is that he is completely shit faced at this point. Our yeah. hero, Chad, uh, the G Chad, Chad Steeler. Chad Steeler, I don't. Chad Steeler can't beat Admech. If he does, he deserves a trophy. I, I, I hope he did. Did he do it? No, sadly he lost uh, with yeah. with an impressive, I believe, twenty eight points. In that I don't round. think it's uh, physically possible. I tend to agree. All right, round four, uh, custodies, and this again, this game could have been streamed, but he was too drunk to to stream it. I love Is it. the the as the legend goes again because this is all the now, internet, right? If I had a hint. If he or did he try to kill the custodes or did he try to I, win? I cannot say, but the custodes list was uh, basically all of the jump pack guys, the Venatari. Venatari. Yeah, uh, it was a I bunch of those. He sh he has no business beating that the custodes, but he could. I'll go with I'll go with he did. He did not. Sadly, oh, sadly, I, I should have stuck to my gut. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. No. So so uh, and it, but he said uh, he said he, 
I, I think he tried to kill them because the the little uh, description was uh, uh, surprised by the custodies. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So he went and tried to smack them, and they're like, "We're we're Venatari." Like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right. Round five. Um, round five is versus world eaters. World eaters. Yes. And now, mind you, at this point, uh, we are one and three. Yeah. In he the, might have the bracket one and three. Pure world eaters too. So, I, I believe so. Yes. And it depends if it's the pods or what. Probably smacked world eaters. He did. He did. Yeah. Completely, completely smashed them. And then, uh, so it is. Um, now the last update that I got. Like this is a six round. I know the score, but the last update that we we the internet got was that uh, he was feeling pretty confident that he could beat his round six. A white scars opponent and by the way that list the li the white scar list i i'll try to find it it is glorious because uh every unit has a nickname every Got single it. like so sorty four sorty guys are blade guards and then there's four sorty guys five sorty guys and four sorty guys and uh, every unit is like that i want you to know uh the white scars um probably slam dunk the GSC. So you you think that fifteen blade guards kill a Gsir cult army? That's what you're uh, that's what you're implying here. I'm saying that the GSC, if they went after him, may bounce off that. Yeah, the the, the white card destroyed uh, completely destroyed yeah. the Gsir cult here. Turns right. out. <laughs> uh, but I thought that was that sort was amazing. I, like I I was um, super yeah yeah that mind you yeah our guy is two and three so that white scar player is also a two and three player it's not like you know the yeah not the players matter the list matters or, but yeah, yeah, exactly um, so, so it's you know at some point uh okay but again, again this, so i just wanted to bring it up because i thought this story was amazing i, I like i followed this probably clo more closely than uh than the, the games workshop event of like uh like on Sunday, when the the whole like everybody was watching like John Lennon and Siegler go at each other, I was like, man, I wonder how Chad's doing with the Chad. Gym. So I don't know what will come of it. I I will keep um um I will I will keep oh, oh, like a watch on on this uh, on the, this guy here because uh, I I I only see greatness in his future to be honest. So uh, I would like to uh, I've made a GSC list with uh, our buddy Josh. He was we were just chatting up. It is, and it's way better than this one. Um, I, I mean, I have, I have no doubt. It, well, are you using the uh, jackals, whatever? Because that's no, the, so the way to not, go, right? This is mostly a joke, but also really good and hilarious. So, trying to go for the the coolest GSC list of all time. It's a million bodies. I just showed you the coolest list of all time. Is this one? No, but no, no. Yes. It's a million bodies. It is uh, a bunch of MSU bullshit. Obviously, it, it's built to score. You know, engage Octarius, Linebreaker, all the stuff, but it's it has eight Kellermorphs. You summon infinite Kellermorphs. It's the James Gang. It's the coolest list ever, dude. It's the it's the James Gang. I like it. All right, what, how how do you summon these guys? What's the there's the a strat? strat. Or? Yep, so you just have to pay the points up front, but you can any unit you could theoretically bring a whole bunch of stuff to summon, but the the points are for eight more Kellermorphs. I, okay, I, li I, li I like it's this. You take three or two in the list, and then you summon five during the game. One. And turn. then, do you know? Um, do you do you know how many? Uh, like, do you need to buy eight? Like, what's the what's the likelihood that they all survive past their uh, 
This is true. You you wouldn't necessarily. Yeah, you could wait till stuff dies. I'm, I'm already if, thinking of a budget way to build this. You know me. Uh, whenever you say stupid list, I'm, I'm all so. in. Yeah. You just buy one box of acolytes and throw some pistols off. That's what you do. <laughs> and cowboy hats is, is it's, the James, it's the James gang. It's the coolest shit ever, dude. And it's so funny. Um, and if you're good, it's it's definitely playing on hard mode, but plays the mission <laughs> super well. It plays ninth really well. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. And there was the monkey, monkey con or monkey, what's uh monkey something. Uh, but I saw uh, I I saw a little blimp of it, a uh, Matt Root and uh, some other person doing Admech. Uh, but yeah, yeah, Matt Matt Root won uh, uh, Flying Monkey. Thank you, Flying Monkey. I I just had the Pop Goes the Monkey thing, and I was like, that's not it. Um, but yeah, exactly. So Matt Root won the uh, Monkey event. So uh, that a boy. Matt's back, basically. All right. Now that that was it for our uh, let's call in the you know the fun part of our show I guess the the you know the we wish it was competitive but sadly it's Gene Circles uh, section of our show and let's move into something else that we wish was competitive and then uh, uh, which is Necrons let's talk uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, Necrons here so you uh, you built well you got basically Casey uh, painted the beautiful Necrons for you. And now you are uh, stoked to play them. Is that I am super, fair, uh... super excited. He did the first batch. He's working on the second batch, which we'll talk a little bit about as well. But, I mean, I went full bore. I have every Chaos model in demand, and I always work on filling those holes. Like, I just added more Thousand Suns. I'll add more stuff whenever new books come out all the time. But I didn't really have another faction to all you know to sub out to that wasn't i mean i have every chaos faction but sometimes i want to dabble in some xenos um so i had the eldar speaking of xeno because you were a big eldar uh early on so i had um it was one of my first armies was the wraiths right i love wraith guard and then i loved wraith knights and all that stuff when uh that was the cheese um but no over the last couple years i had sold many armies i know the Wobbly Mothers, we painted up a bunch, and we've all sold them to fund other projects and things like that. So I had lost a bunch of my Xenos armies. I lost, we lost our Tau. We sold that. We sold the Eldar. I sold our painted Tyranids. So like, when the new Necron book came out and their new model line, they they have enough models where they're like a Marine book now, right? Like yes. they have tons it's of. A, it's a large collection, yes. Sure. It's a very large collection, so I would. That's what I wanted. I didn't want the little thousand suns where you have six units or gray knights that have three boxes of stuff. So I, I went down the rabbit hole. I have like six thousand, seven thousand points in necrons, and I'll just start keep having them painted and painted. So when they do get the love, I have all sorts of options. And uh, but I do. I, I I try to build competitive lists, so I've got the best I can come up with with my current stuff is what I'll be playing. First of all, I want to talk about like playing them competitively because Necrons are uh, pretty much like the for the 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 armies that ha that do have a book, they have the shorter end of the stick, uh, probably right now, uh, possibly the shortest. Uh, maybe if you discount a couple of the uh, Space Marine su uh, supplement that are maybe worse or uh, not played, uh, Necrons not that that up top, you know, in the in the the, the power rankings. Um, yeah, that's that's true. They're they're mid tier uh, right now for sure. Not a lot of people are playing them. 
Um, but that doesn't mean anything to me. Oh, uh, no, I, no, for sure. Uh, yes. I'm telling you, you know, if, if Siegler played Necrons, he would be the best Necron player. Like he would yes. score. He not, he might not beat Nick playing Jakari or, you know, no, but someone he, else. Yeah, he, he, he would but get he's going to gonna the, do well. Yeah, so exactly. They still have the, some tools. They still have some really strong things. And I think they can still play ninth edition really well. They can't early on in this edition when warriors were the, the bee's knees, you know, they could meander out into the open and be a problem. That's no longer the case. You, you need to be really tight. Yeah, and and making Drakari can destroy your like 80 warriors or whatever. Uh, pretty not, quickly. Not a big problem. It's, it's a different game, you know? So it's, it's different versus just pushing your models out across the field. Like my demons like to do sometimes, um, <laughs> You have to be really smart and hide the king most of the game or, or outflank some warriors and then hide warriors and deep strike them later with the veil. So you just have to know. Now, some armies out there in the meta still struggle with warriors, and then you get to you have to know that. Then you yeah, play a whole Yeah, and you get different... to bully those armies because they, they don't have what it, what it takes to kill 20 yeah, warriors. For, in one for example, like knights are a good thing, but like my monster mash list, I if you bring... 40 to 60 warriors, I'm sweat. I can't deal with you. Like, I physically can't yeah, deal with you. because one unit cannot do 20-something wounds. I can't so you'll do bring it. And, um, back. I've got, so there's some lists, like, that are swinging. Now, you could still make mistakes. I'll still try to no, beat you and stop you with mortal wounds and all this stuff with my demons. But it's definitely the Necrons still have a place against a lot of, of the armies out there. Um, sure, like, running into sisters and all the top stuff like okay maybe i'm gonna try to make it again i think they can make a game out of every game um nothing's easy by by any means but they're really fun and i think they'll be challenging and fun to play all right well my challenge with the but I'll, I'll preface this with like i i like the necrons but i am i feel like i am cursed with them like it's the art like i'm not one of the the lucky person you know that guy at the club that like always rolls sixes and he's I'm the opposite. I'm no. Yeah, so you've like you've actually never everything. reanimated Necrons. And one of the only games that I've played with Necrons that I've won with my Necrons is because my opponent took like the no prisoner secondary, and I didn't bring enough models back because he was <laughs> about to kill me, and he only had like 10 points in the no prisoner. And I was like, well, I'm sorry, I, I didn't make enough. Like we'll be back, and you're you're not gonna be able to score enough points, like I won because I couldn't fucking bring my guys back. It was, it's so insulting. Uh, to, to everybody involved in this story. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it's really the worst army because uh, for, for some reason, it's like, I, I just can't, like, I it should, they should come back, you know? Matt says they should be, they are never back. <laughs> they should come back. And um, we'll get into my list. I'm excited to talk about well, it. But um, Yes, well, exactly. So what I did, uh, well, what, I, what I wanted to do is uh, I got two lists here. So one of them is uh, one that I was interested in playing, and the other one is yours. So we'll go over uh, one of them. I'm not sure which. We'll go over one of them, and then you can uh, basically break it down and uh, look at, like, strengths and weaknesses, and then compare with the, the – after I go over the other one, and then you can compare to uh, sh uh, strengths and weaknesses of that one if that is, uh, that is something you would like. Let's do it. Perfect. I like your your enthusiasm here, bud. All right. So Chad Steeler, legend. No, no, no. No, no, no. We're not going to need to pimp any lists. So let's <laughs> start with this one. All right. So uh, Austin's Lovable Robots. 
Uh, so Nihilak Battalion, uh, two murder buckets, two murder buckets, one Chronomancer, one other Chronomancer with the Veil of Darkness, uh, the Douche Canoe with a Voltaic Staff, the Res Orb, and he is the Warlord with Enduring Will. And then we get five Immortals, 20 Warriors, 20 Warriors, a Canoptic Reanimator, five Flid Ones, four Scarabs, four Scarabs, three Ophidian Destroyers, a Ghost Ark, and then Big Boy, the Silent King. So, uh, for those of you not familiar with uh, my little codes, Murder Buckets are Crypto Traws, and uh, Douche Canoe is a Catacomb Command Barge. Yes. So, this is my first take, uh, what I want to run as a king list. So, there's lists without the king. There's the Satan list, which I know Max has painted some Satan, so I bet he has a Satan list we'll talk about. Um, you know maybe. me so well. No, no surprise. The... the the, the, I, I was bet. like building up the tension and the drama it. in I the see. show, and then nope. <laughs> I love it. So, but this is my king list. I want to run him. I think he is still has a place. He's still uh, really super solid. Now, obviously, don't talk to me about Admech chickens, and I don't want to talk about Admech. Y'all all piss off. <laughs> I don't uh, want to talk about Admech. Dude, the, the game plan against Admech, you literally hide um, behind the farthest building in the back so that the bombers can't mortal wound you to bejesus. Um, or if they fly close to your warriors because they're going to kill you, the king can then come out and deal, try to kill the flyers. But it's a really hard game. Um, the you king, have the king can kill fly. Oh, you mean shoot shoot him, right? Yeah, yeah. Like it, like yeah, you have they come out and try to yeah, deal yeah. with. Them. Um, you know, so any but you can play some games, and I'll tell you how. It's because they have a really solid secondary lineup with points. They play the uh, primary better than most factions anyway. So you're really just Leaning on the mission, even with this mean army. So let's go over Nilek. Is yes. the um, their objective secured? Everything right. So instead okay, of so that's really interesting for all of these little units of like garb, like well garbage bots and like the murder yes. buckets. Uh, objective murder secured buckets, is really objective really Objective secured murder buckets. Objective secured characters. The um, ghost arc being obsec is really huge. Of course, we all know how obsec scarabs are money. What you lose for being Nilek is the pregame move. And what I find with my, that my style list, I don't feel like I don't care about the six-inch moving. I already know I'm going to hide or outflank dudes if I'm scared of you, or I'm going to put them put them on the line and and get to the objectives anyway. And it's not like I'm trying to turn one charge anything or whatever. So I don't mind not because having this is that. not a bully army, right? You're not going to like. Uh, the, uh, against maybe some fringe uh, other cases, you're not gonna like be, be there, uh, be large and in charge here. That is correct. This, this does not necessarily beat the snot off somebody early in a game. This is a I'm gonna grind this out. I just am going to win primary. The game I may get tabled, but I'm gonna beat you by 20 points at the end because of primary, because of the secondaries we'll talk about. But being obsec is really important for this list. Second thing Nihilite gets, which is really cool, is um, they get they reduce AP by one, so they ignore AP one if they're in their deployment zone. So if they go second, uh, warriors um, can make all of the AP fire AP nothing, so they keep their four up. And we'll talk about how they get cover here in a second. But the it's really good for like the murder buckets or even the um, Ophidian destroyers. Anything that doesn't leave the, my deployment zone and hangs out on objectives is even is even more tough. Um, so that lots of T5 and AP, really good. 
Nilek also gets a stratagem, which the custom dynasty does not. Their strat is they can perform actions and shoot. So always, for a CP, warriors can participate in the secondaries and still shoot 40 yeah, shots. Yeah, because you, you want to rod, rod or raise banners, uh, you, you, wanna, you can't lose, like, uh, 40 shots of something, right? Yeah, they're, they're, you can't even consider that. So the, having access to that is clutch. So I really like all the things that Nilek bring to the table. Um, but they also get, because we're utilizing protocols, um, protocols are almost, they're complete garbage unless you take the king. The king makes them semi What's the... He can basically swap one card. Is that is that correct? Let's see. So he has two things: his warlord trait and his ability. So his um, he has the ability to um, whichever uh, protocol you didn't pick, he can play those one of those at any time during the game and swap out that protocol. So in this, I I tend to hold on to the fallback and shoot um, in my pocket if I feel like I get tied up and I want to shoot. I can play so that. So you keep that one for the turn that your opponent. That way you, you get. I don't to, have to guess, right? I just have that whenever which I. Which is the like problem with, with the protocols in general is that you have to kind of figure out guess. how the game is going to play out. So what's really cool about the king though is he can he, he gets to play one protocol twice, so you get to th build your army around that. So what I like to do is the um, Nilek specific one um, is cover in the open. Because they get both benefits. So they get cover in the open. Um, and uh, they can um, overwatch on fives or set to defend, right? So really hard to charge them. Um, but the cover, if they don't go first, they're standing still. They get cover. So they have th – now you're talking about three-up armor that warriors. Ignores that one. ignores AP1, right? So pretty tough stuff. But having multiple turns of cover if you go second, even out in the middle – because if you go second, it says battle round. So you get shot, you have cover, then you move in your turn, then it's turn two, you have cover again out in the open. So it's pretty good, um, definitely for going second. But I like that, like making the Warriors even stupider, making the uh, little cheap nonsense even tougher. Um, really solid. That's the, the sort of game plan with, with that stuff. But right. now let's, let's talk units. Yes. Perfect. Yes. So we are. So first of all, the the first thing I noticed was two two chronomancers instead of a warden because you uh you sold me on the warden for so long. But so now you're not using the warden because of that that uh, the king strategy with the card, right? That you want. Yeah, I have the card. So I, the warden's better. Don't get me wrong. Uh, by it. you could definitely try to fit him in if you feel like you need him. But I feel I I'm okay with the card saying I get the one fallback game around all my characters that has been good enough. So I swapped him out and the double chronomancer. So having the invuls on both squads of warriors in certain matchups is really solid, right? When, especially when you veil and your other places, yeah. Being able to keep the invuls on all the, uh, warriors is, is almost mandatory. I think in, in some, some matchups. All right, yeah, I, I, I agree. And also, so Veil of Darkness always always in every list. No reason not to. No reason not to do it. You could take advantage of the midboard to turn one and use it, especially against Admech and things like that. Like, you're not going to live that long anyway. You might as well start scoring early. Um, but Veil is great. Um, but the really the Voltaic Staff is the most is the, is badass. Well, I love this, the the. Catcom command barge with the fact that he's objective secure. Now this guy, this guy, 
this is a really nice uh, interaction. It's something that he was maybe lacking. Uh, because now, now he actually threatens objectives for, for realsies. He's not, he's not just like... Yeah, he's not one model doing nothing, right? Um, it, yeah, kind he, of, he's yeah. obsec. He's still minus one damage uh, from Enduring Will. He's still, with the Voltaic Staff, has... But how is he big... your... I thought the Sign King was your Warlord because you were mentioning something about him being the... Did you get yes. two, or is that something... Yeah, you spend. You can spend a CP to give someone a Warlord oh, okay, trait. so he's, so. he's just getting the yeah. free Warlord. Yeah, you just... Give him a one CP. Give him enduring will for minus one damage. He can only be wounded on four ups. And oh, he and so good on because he's on the little tanks. So that thing that looks lackluster because enduring will was the one that you never really took otherwise because minus one damage is yeah used. But because he's he's got eight or nine wounds, you yeah. know he's minus one damage. He gets uh, only wounded on a four up, and then because he's a vehicle, he can get the four up invul from the uh, quantum Strat shielding. Quantum shield, yeah. So he's kind of tough, and uh, I really like him. Now, with Voltaic Staff, he pairs in with the king, with um, being a noble. You can combat, uh, what a code of combat, and the guy slaps. Now, he doesn't, you have to whittle things down. You have to get really good at almost killing units with the warriors and with some of the other. Oh, uh, be, oh you mean the secondary. Uh... So yeah, code of combat. Him and the king now gets you point because usually it's almost only the king, right? In yes. Most so normally it's just the king, but this guy, he's got the Voltaic staff is four shots that are Tesla, so sixes are two extra hits that are strength six, AP two, two damage. So like he's killing three marines with the Voltaic staff, okay. uh, or four, and he's got the underslung gun, so the Gauss cannons three shots, strength six, AP three, D three damage. So. That dude can shoot five Marines away to get three points. He's also Voltaic Staff is AP2, two damage in combat. It's a de yeah, decent close combat weapon, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he could play the game. He has a little bit of combat, a little bit of shooting, So, and he's buffing warriors, and he's giving your army all the stuff. So really like him as and being obsec. He's pretty cool, and he's, he looks sweet, so right. got to run him. And then another, uh, I call this the Austin Special, because nobody plays this, but the Canoptic Reanimator. Now, is there a special uh, combo with this, or what's the... So, the Reanimator, being 80 points now, it's one, it's objective secured, and it shoots six shots, so it's 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 part of the whittle things down um, stuff, and then you finish them with your nobles. Um, but it gives four-up reanimations to warriors, Now, the stipulation is it has to see the Warriors. That's not a problem. Because I'm you have never, to see one Warrior out of the I'm 20, right? Never in my life. Like, the Warriors can go through walls. This guy hides behind a wall, and the Warriors go through the wall. Like, I've never had a problem with it. Yeah. Um, so you still hide him as much as possible with obscuring. You hide him behind actual line-of-sight blocking stuff. You play KG with him, and you string back to get the four-up uh, reanimation. So four-up reanimations, rerolling ones, Dude, it makes the Warriors obnoxiously good. So yeah, get him one third of the time at least with that. Like that, that would be solid. Yeah, and it, <laughs> it, it combos well because you took the Reanimator, um, and it's in the command phase when you're picking stuff. Um, it stacks with the Resorb on Douche Canoe, so that the regular Resorb is is a four up, like the Relic Resorb. If you're so using four it, four up rerolling ones again. Again, with the, the Resorb. So it pairs up nicely with that. So I love it for 80 points. It, one, it's another, it's a cheap unit. Um, and uh, before, when it was 110, it was hurtful. Now, it's, I think it's an auto for me. I love it. 
80 points is, is and again so flayed one scarabs don't really need to go uh, to go into that these are just like just yeah, bangers you know you know the the flayed ones deep strike for free so they are just for the mission yeah. right we just want engage or octarius data or whatever we pick that's flayed ones do nothing but play the mission anything else is a bonus that they do but now ophidian destroyers so these are the close combat guys yeah the, the one from the the starter sets no, these are the new wraiths. They look like wraiths. Oh, the oh, I see. Ooh, these are the uh, so the score pack is what you're thinking of. They're yes, like okay, the, so not the not meat. that at all. Okay, new wraiths. No, no, they're the new wraiths. Basically, they're the Ophidian destroyers. They still slap uh, in combat. Some bunch of attacks, quality damage. That's not what we're doing. They have the ability to deep strike for free. They tunnel, so also they're infantry, right? So they Ooh, so also actions. do. They can do actions. They can, one. They start in the back a lot for me. Raise a banner, do actions like that. But they have their stratagem is to leave the table and come back. So right. they they are the bouncing unit. They are your um, sterilizers for Admech, right? They are your um, Marines infiltrators who are leaving the table and coming back, right? So I can get that fourth table quarter for uh, Octarius, or I could finish out engaged on a turn that I need it. Um, so for 105 points, they chill, they can fight back if you come into my deployment zone because they still slap, but really it's just for mission. They're, they're, they, they're needed to, to get max secondary points. I like, well, yes, well, I mean, I like, I like it. Uh, so this sounds like a great, like just a great unit. Uh, and then the ghost art, not again, nothing really special, but, uh, it is objective secured in this list. Uh, so yep. that's pretty. That's pretty great, and it brings back warriors, which is always yep. nice. Yeah, combo then, with D six guys coming back. Like you take two flanks, someone has the resorb, someone gets D six back. You can keep both warriors pretty healthy for most of the game with the ghost arc. That yeah, I, I agree. And then so the immortals are really just they're just there, right? They're in the list, and yep. Another, if I needed to, like the Ophidians left the table and they were holding objective, the immortals are also holding the objective. If someone has indirect fire and they're going to kill my murder buckets, like the, the, I need five more immortals to stand on an objective with them. Like, or if you don't have indirect, these guys will just kill themselves. They, <laughs> they just, they'll actually trade, right? They'll run out and steal yeah. an objective because as Nilek, they're double objective secured. So that's 10 models if they get to Oh, they objective. count as double if they, Oh, that's a good that's a good rule. Yeah, so even the more mortals are great. They're cheap, they have good guns. They they fight better than warriors in this list. So they're they're really good. Um there are lists doing well with lots of immortals. I think there's some something to be said about 10 man unit squads of immortals, but in this list, they're just good again, another mission unit, cheap, good good stuff. All right, and then uh, let's talk. Uh, let's talk secondary. So you mentioned a lot of the board control ones. So uh, uh, retriever terrace data, uh, and then en is, are you uh, more into engage with this list? So it you depends. Can do both, right? if, if if there's not a good secondary, like if your opponent gave you something, you could always consider it. Um, code of combat is always on the books with the king. If you feel confident he won't die early so there are some things you need to be worried about like the douche canoe can't kill as much as the king so we yeah, he's still... not gonna get three per turn guaranteed right but he will pick up some free freebies here and there which is great but you still need the king to do code of combat so some matchups you're nervous like you don't want to come at it all so you will you could tech into some of the other necron specific ones 
there's a really good one for um, instead of banners. Um, it's like basically objectives in the middle of the board give you three points or excuse me, four points each if you survive on them. So you can uh, rack up some points with that. Right, because it's already basically the game plan for this type of army to this army can on move. the middle of the board anyway. The so. Warriors can do that action on an objective and then shoot with a strat. So you, you if you can't kill 20 Warriors, I'm going to rack up points every turn. Um, so I like that. But if you always, you can always do engage, you can always do um, Octarius data, and you could always do code of combat is kind of what this army does. It's going to, you can't stop it from Octarius data. You can't stop it from engaging with uh, how fast some of these units are and where the warriors end up getting to and where they uh, reanimate to. Um, and then if the king can, can do some stuff, you're getting a solid you know, thirty to forty-five because, points. Yeah, don't don't get like trapped into into uh, moving the king with with. The, I feel like it's kind of a trap. The picking picking go of combat because then you want to use your king to get those three points, but uh, you also need the the king. So it's a, it's a definitely the it's the tough. one that's more matchup dependent is probably the probably the king the code of combat one for sure. And like sometimes you you know you don't want to engage or you don't want to code of combat either because you are afraid to come out right. Then you can do the. Um, It's basically the same one Jakari have where you get two points for every table quarter that your opponent is not in. So it's, it's the inverse of... Um, it, it, opposite of engage, basically. Yeah, so yeah, so they you don't let them cross mid-board. You're but getting but you get two points per turn because they're stuck in his half of the board. Well, you get four, yeah, four points per turn. Oh, so it's, it's per, two per... Ooh. Per table quarter, yeah. So there's some good stuff. I like all the... I think Necrons have... Good secondaries as long as you can do Octarius banners and engage. Like you always have something to do for sure with this. This army is built for ninth edition. As long as and, you can avoid playing with your opponent as much as possible, you are getting <laughs> getting points. You're getting so there. <laughs> yes, hide, hide right. and cower. I and, like it. And then uh, let's talk. Let's talk matchup a little bit here. What's the what's the good ones? What are the good armies that you roll next to next to this army in front of this guy, and then you go, yes, that's a win. Let's get Miller Lights uh, with the W. I don't, I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm confident in answering that yet because okay. I haven't played enough games. But in theory, if you lack objective secured, I think you're screwed. Um, like I'm. This army denies primary. Absolutely great, right? Like especially mid-board, you're never getting more than your um, your deployment zone objectives, um, if I can help it. Um, so there's those games. Like I said, anyone who can't scoop the Warriors, um, you, you should feel very confident. And that takes some knowledge and know-how to even to know if they can do it or it's really important to know if they can't do it. Like if you know they don't have the, the math to kill the 20 Warriors in a single go – Then I can bully you with a four-up reanimation, right? Oh yeah, and then Never. and the ghost arc, and then because you can you can kind of put all of your eggs in the same basket you at really that could point. Go all all eggs in twenty warriors, and then hide twenty warriors to veil later, and you just say this ain't this never leaves the middle. And then when you start dying, 20 show up in the back, and we win the game, yeah, right? They, like, yeah, when they get kind of low, you just like switch. Yeah, the old switcheroo. <laughs> the old, yeah, you do the old switcheroo on them. Yeah, so there's some cool tactics. You, I think it's going to be tough, though, against anyone who can slam dunk them. Like, Admech has... Uh, Admech can kill all of them in one turn. They can kill 50 warriors, you know, oh, yeah. if you let them go. So 
you have to learn and use uh, terrain. In our meta, there's so much terrain um, that I, I think this list does really well. Um, you have to outflank one squad of warriors against those tough matchups and because you can't hide all 40. So you're going to hide 20. And then the other ones are going to come in at a later point. They'll come in and outflank um, and do the business later. And then the ones that were hiding will be the, they can veil when they need to come out and you can at least survive the game. Yeah, and, it, it gives you some sort of board control, uh, like with, with a, a unmolested unit, because like if you try to push your warriors forward against this, it's, it's going to, it's going to eat it, a, a lot of, a lot of shots. Yeah. You, you really and what I'm really impressed with uh, about Necrons is even in the hard matchups, when you veil and when you come in from out flank and stuff, If you just make a nine inch charge, all the warriors are double obsec. So like you just steal their objectives for no like, and you could win that way just by getting lucky on hail yeah. mary charges. And Losing your own models but still winning is is kind of a way to a way to play with this this list is like knowing how 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 you have to lose your your models. You know, that's like, exactly what this list does. It it basically loses everything by the end of the game, but you won by 20 points. Um, And that's good. I think that's, yeah, that's, I mean, a, that's yeah. a way to play. Get the W. Uh, w. The big dub. Uh, all right. So before we switch lists here into something that maybe uh, tries to play the, the game a little bit more, uh, we forgot the mandatory uh, shout-outs to everybody uh, that's that's in here. Uh, you know. So uh, let's go back here. So uh, Zenotam, uh, KR, who we got? Uh, Fisai, uh, always there. D-Love. I, lo I love that. And if you can show up like every time, D-Love, I love saying that. So love thank you. And then uh, oh, Danny, as per usual, we talk Necrons, Danny shows up. Maybe it's uh, no sleeves. Uh, you know, no, no, no sleeves brings uh, all the boys to the yard and they're like, uh, Austin's better than Max. Uh, some, I don't know song lyrics. All right. Uh, <laughs> get That was a hip-hop song, uh, Austin. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, I know you, you didn't get that, but that's okay. I have to trust you on that. Uh, it's not really hip hop though. It's uh, the, the milkshake thing. I, I apologize for saying that this was hip hop, fellas. Uh, please give me back my street cred. I have so little uh, of it as it is. Oh my God! Team Bell Brothers Juice is now a follower. Can you believe it? Let's go. I uh, I think we made it. I think we may if, if Team Bell Brothers Juice is uh, following the 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 show, folks. Juice. Think we he, he he was summoned by uh, us talking about the second ass weapon he I received from him. <laughs> exactly, two in a row, two in a row. <laughs> all right, let's um, all right, let's look at this uh, let's look at this list here. Uh, this this next one, um, just called Austin Stands Necrons, and that's a little bit of play play on the word, um. Because uh, this list has katans in it. Be so this uh, another take on Necrons. So we're using custom dynasty here uh, that uh, I believe you uh, referred to as the Chicago Bulls dynasty. Yeah. So uh, expansionist and eternal conquerors. And then we got two patrols. The first one as a warden, 20 warriors, a transcendent katan with a plethora of more wounds, and then five scarabs. And then our second patrol as three units of murder buckets. A chronomancer with Veil of Darkness, a lord with the Orb of Eternity, an inspiring leader, 20 warriors, 20 warriors, and then a Nightbringer with Mortal Wounds, you guessed it, and then five scarabs and three scarabs. Uh, so th this one here, uh, obviously using um, 
croutons to the to, to the party and this one is more into the playing the game right in terms of lists where your list wants to maybe hide and uh, you know uh, use the five d's of dodgeball if, if we can put it that way uh, this this one is a little bit more about offense because you cannot uh, one shot katons basically if that's not in a single phase that is for sure Uh, which I think is great against Anmek and uh, Drukari, which really do stuff in only one phase. Usually they try to bring all of it in a single phase. Yeah, it's it's t different. Admek do different things, right? So the bombers suck. They will just they they in the movement phase do three wounds to each of you, um, and then shoot you. So you only have three left. Get four left. You know, so it's tough. Um, and so, but some lists don't bring some of that stuff and you're right. If they go all into, we only shoot, we do a little bit of combat you should be able to play your, your way around that and, um, you know, find some success even to in, into some ad mech lists. All right. But do you want to, do you want to run through this, uh, this list here, uh, a little bit like we did, we did for, for years here. So let's start starting with the, the Chicago Bulls dynasty here. What, what do we gain from this compared to, Uh, something like what you just played, uh, Nihilak, which is uh, you so, know, double obsec here? Yeah, so Nihilak, this is also uh, double obsec. It's the same uh, verbiage as Nihilak, except instead of the um, getting the strat and ignoring AP1 in your deployment zone, you uh, get a free six-inch uh, pregame move that can be used to go any direction, right? So it's a redeploy, but you can press out forward six inches. So really good at taking the board early. Um But yeah, that, that's that's what the Bulls are, are bringing to the table. They're they're one of the most popular builds right now, for sure. That, that, that's what I. But again, uh, and the the chat brings this uh, this point. Uh, Grey Knights and Thousand Sons probably uh, have no problem uh, sending the the Catan back to where it came from because uh, uh, three phases for them is, is just, if if I can see you in one phase, uh, I'm I'm gonna do uh, all the wounds in, in two so really important um with play testing with if you're getting if you're going to play necrons um competitively you have to be when you come out and w or when they come in you have to screen with scarabs you have to screen with even warriors you have to be down to lose 12 warriors to mortal wounds just to protect the satan um so that they don't have enough faces left to deal with them Um, so really important to buddy up with some of your cheaper fast units. So if they're within 18, they're in slap range. So this like, you know, yeah, but, but that, that's why you play it. Cause, you, cause now you have a slap range, whereas your army before was really, uh, more of a wet noodle fight than, than the real. Yeah. My, my list, like you said, is playing the game. Um, the guns are, are good. So you, but other than that, it's just the King, right. And some character nonsense doing the damage, but, uh, This has got some slappers in it because of the Satans and the mortal wound um, powers from the Satans. Um, yeah, got a little more, little more ass to it. And, and but then this one, what would you say were maybe the 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 rough rougher matchups for this uh, for, for this type of list com compared to uh, again trying to compare boat lists here. Uh, so there are some people, anyone who can deal with Satans quickly. Um, It's always tough, but that it's it's rarer than you think. But most people will just do the are down to do three to you because and then in your turn you slap them and they try to do some wounds back to you with larger units and things like that. And then it only takes one more phase in that uh, that second turn 
uh, to kill you. So you have to be really careful that when you go in to touch something, you have to kill it. You can't let them also yeah, yeah, fight you. Yeah, you have back. to kind of think forward uh, a little bit of a uh, type of chesting of like what's going to happen after this guy loses his three wounds like what's the next phase and the next next phase and next phase yeah so you gotta have some some fourth you know gotta think ahead a little bit and make sure you're not piling into things like even to pile into another unit to stop them from charging something that lets them fight you a phase you know a whole phase early and get to try to get three wounds on you there so gotta be tight with that again protecting them um they shouldn't be getting charged by nonsense anyway like you have enough warriors and things um, to protect them and then got to use terrain because um, anybody can just pluck you away for the whole game if you aren't utilizing terrain. Oh, yeah, if no, not- they have to be, to stay hidden most. I think that's where the the, the pre-game move type of went in the, the thought process of I get to start like assuredly behind a wall or something and hopefully behind a wall uh, close to the middle of the board so that I can at least threaten the middle of the board with like uh, 18 inches uh, 18 inches of mortal wounds uh, raining down from from you know everywhere I love it I I, I too I will answer the uh, satan question um, juice because I have a satan list and I'll talk about it when we're done with Max's satan list well I don't know please 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 do so. What's the stone that heals when you kill a uh, kill a vehicle? And then that's oh, the void dragon. There's a lot of those, uh, uh, you know, running around these days. The void dragon is quite good. Um, I really like the void dragon. Obviously, the Nightbringer is in this list. Um, who is he's amazing, um, ignoring everything. Um, and then you've taken the, the other good one, the transcendent with the double powers. All of them are money. Those are the three I like the best. There are lists that are good with the Deceiver. Um, it's just not uh, these ones. <laughs> it's not. You got to be build specifically to the deceiver redeploying for free. Uh, is how is where you take him. Um, but yeah, I'll talk my list when we're done with with this one. Well, uh, yeah. Well, please, please, uh, please. I, I don't obviously I don't have it, but now, but again, because this one, I, I it uses the two uh, offensive katons, but the redeploy thing is also uh, interesting. Especially, um, I'm guessing combined with the, uh, do, you, do you get a lot of like forward deploy? Because I'm assuming that's. So you can redeploy, then get the six inch move, right, with the bulls if you take the deceiver. But there's other builds, right? I'm, that's like wave four that I'm painting, where it's like the Night Scythe and the Lich Guard, and even like anything you want to outflank the you can take three like because you can three, remove them from the, that's his that's his thing right his thing is they remove from the board they can outflank for free no cp spent so he just says it if even if it costs you 8 cp to outflank all this stuff you could outflank all this stuff because the deceiver said so so there's oh. builds where you want to do that and he, he allows you to do it for no command points which is nice. That's, yeah, I, I heard. Uh, yeah, I heard saving eight command points for uh, for shenanigans. For, uh, for shenanigans, I yeah, would do so it all the time. Different, different build for sure. But the deceiver, and I really like the uh, the night scythe trick. If you remember that, the night scythe when it outflanks, it deep strikes, so it can deep strike and then use the stratagem to bring in the ten lich guard, basically five inches away from you and get a five inch charge, right? That's that trick. And the deceiver lets you do all of that for no command points. Normally that would be a shit ton of CP to do that. But the deceiver's like, that's what I do. Yeah. (laughs) That's why I'm here. (laughs) 
I'm here so that these ten uh, Lich Guard show up and get a get charge automatically. Like, yes. That, but that, that is a really, really cool... Like, it's, it's a really cool because if your opponent knows, he just knows and he has to play around it. But he doesn't know. Like, if you explain it and then he kind of, like, either forgets it or just, like, plays stupidly around, you get to, like, maximum punishment, like... Yeah, and that's a really good spot. Even so, in those builds too, you know, you can just have fun builds and go Novak and just have super combat stuff coming out of Deep Strike, auto charging, right? You can make some fun builds, but even if it's just Obsec and you're just like, I'm auto on your objective, right? With these Lich Guards with shields, you're like, get me off this. You're like, that's that's that wins games. So there's some builds. I think that's fun. I don't think it's going to crush some of the meta. <laughs> meta chasers but like that's a winning lit like that can win some games because, because again again the point of like kind of changing these lists or tailoring these lists is like it should be at least like to beat admec or to to be in contention against these top lists because we can make like 19 diff like all these uh these lists are really like in the middle of the 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 field they will do great but if you cannot handle at all these like th these top armies i think it's it's kind of a it's a well, little bit pointless to, to kind of build your own, own army and, and just go, well, if I play against Admech, I lose. It's okay. Uh, well, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna make you feel really good. So the that whole trick, right? The the Lich Guard are AP three. They they, oh, so they, they bypass the, the whole. Uh, all the Admech doesn't want to see the Lich Guard in combat. And second, you can go Mephrit. Same thing. Charge AP three, and then you the guess who's the third unit? Uh, it's twenty warriors. And they show up five inches away. You know what happens when 40 shots are within half range in your Mephrit? I Those heard that was AP, good. They're all AP3. Because <laughs> um, yeah. you're playing the, the shorter guns with the, in these lists, right? The one that double, that have uh, assault yeah, so range because they're two, always, always close, right? shots. But, like, hey, when you show up five inches away, you're within half range. <laughs> yeah. There's some stuff. That's all later down the road, I think. That would be fun to try out, though, for, especially if you're a Necron guy and you have all the models. Well, I, have, I have most of what you just described, so uh, that's that's kind of uh, <laughs> that's kind, well, that's kind of interesting. Oh, I think we yes, uh, I'm all about it. Let me let me uh, let me run through this real quick. I know I just wanted to. So you're you're I always like the same twenty warriors in all my lists, so I'm stuck on them. So instead of sixty warriors like you had. I only have 20, I think, in this list. So I have... I have uh, oh, yeah, this one has 60. You're, you're correct. 60 is good, dude. Double Satan, 60 Warriors. Ain't nothing wrong with that list. You can play a bunch of games with it. You're going to beat some people up. Again, I, um, think, I think it's good to have 60 just because the matchups that they're not good, it's okay. They're you know they're not, not that good. But when, when your opponent cannot deal with them, they like 100% cannot deal with you, them. You, so home run, you home run stuff. I'm all about it. I think it's a really solid list uh, into Double Satans. I have a triple Satan list because well that was the the ver like this this is kind of a middle ground because the the four ketons and the three ketons was kind of the the more popular one I guess like the the first uh, uh, versions of this, this list was four and three and I think it's it's kind of settled into two this kind of seems to be kind of the 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 upgraded way and then this allows you to fit more stuff more in, so which one which three do you run do you run the so void dragon. Yeah, I'm so assuming. I'll run through the list. I have the this the regular the same transcendent satan you have, right? Yeah, With, that dude's uh, banger. I mean, he's you... a mortal. He's a mortal wound machine. That's all he does. I then have a lord with an orb, 
Um, so that gives me the reroll ones. Uh, so he's a mini king, right? So you get the rerolls, you hit on twos, um, or hit on threes, reroll ones with your warriors. I've got 20 warriors. I've got the void dragon. I have got. Can you can you run through the void dragon real like what's exactly? He gets so, the, so he's got a three up armor, which is cool. So he's a little tougher than all of them. Um, against some of the non-AP guns. But other than that, he heals himself every time he kills vehicles. Um, so he's got a healing mechanic, which we know how important that is when you only take three wounds. So if he's just hunting your vehicles, he can get above the threshold and he no longer can die. So he's really good at doing that. He's also got a shooting attack. His spear is like Mortarion's lantern. It is draws a la it's a laser beam, 12-inch laser beam that hits everything. It's uh strength a billion AP a billion three damage, right? Stupid or, rule. Stupid stupid pistol. He is uh, you know, AP 4 D6 damage. I think he's even better versus vehicles. Um so yeah, mortal wounds. He's got some big thunderbolt thing that's really good as a satan power. Um so, yeah, well, the Thunderbolt is the, the same one as the, the as the the Nightbringer, which is a transdimensional Thunderbolt or something. Yeah, that's the normal one. But I'm, his his custom power is still is a is a mortal wound spell. It does D six mortal wounds to vehicles or D three to anybody else. All right. So he fits in. He's good. He's Love definitely it. Love it. I, I just want because we didn't uh, tackle a little bit. We I, I know Juice brought it up uh, here in the in the chat, but I, I wanted to make sure that that. Uh, you know, I, I knew what it did. I just want you to – I want to make sure you knew, uh, you know. I got it. So, yeah, yeah. and let's finish this list. So, I've got three squads of scarabs. I've got the 20 warriors, like I said. I I have the ghost arc still that I like. Um, you know the ghost arc even though you cannot fit anybody in there? I, I noticed yes. that in your first list, but I didn't comment. Yes. On one, it's for no one. It's an objective-secured gunboat. <laughs> that no brings one. It does. It's an objective secured gunboat with 20 shots that is brings D6 warriors back a turn. That's what it does. Okay. Um, same in this list. I've got the uh, reanimator again for the 20 warriors. I've got um, the Nightbringer. I've got the flayed ones and the Ophidian destroyers. It's all the same bullshit for the mission um, that I ran before. Um. And it's good. Oh, but so, I, so you run basically you run Katans instead of the king is, is your your jam, right? I lost the king and I lost twenty warriors and I lost the boat, right? So you lose a, a, a chunk of that list. Now, didn't you, you just say the boat? You, oh no, the the douche canoe. You mean? Yeah, the canoe. Yeah, yeah I have the the ghost arc. But yeah. so same chronomat. Yeah, you lose basically most of the characters and you throw in all the satans, right? And you lose twenty warriors. So it's the same game plan though. It is literally, it's the same units to do Octarius Data. It's the same units to do uh, Engage. It's because it's got the Ophidians. It's got the Flayed Ones. It's got Crypto Thralls. They're all Obsec still. I still do Nilek. Um, the 20 Warriors, I'm missing the other 20. But those 20 always have a 4 of reanimation. They still have the Orb to come back. You they still, still have get the boat to get D6. Still get the boat. So I'm all about, I could still do 20, take the middle, never die, or hide the 20, Veil of Darkness, late. Like, it's the same 20 warriors, um, but it's just three satans, so I'm all... <laughs> I mean, I, it, it almost looks like it's going to plan, because I didn't know about about this list, but, like, it's, it's a really good, like, in-betweener, I feel, because the... 
this allows your your let's well let's bring back we have the technology to do so here so let's just bring back your uh, your original list here uh, because it's it's kind of a mix between those two lists but now it gives this list a lot more firepower a lot more playing the game because you don't have to hide your king because the it's kind of so valuable because now it's three katans that you want to be somewhere like in or around the action. Uh, you know, like uh, the the closed fist uh, re ready yep. to, to strike, well, right? hundred percent. So now that we're looking at it, it's really easy. You lose two murder buckets. You lose one chronomancer. You lose the douche canoe. You lose 20 warriors and the immortals, right? You keep everything else but the king. And you get three satans. That's the list. I mean, this, this sounds... And why are you not... Uh, uh, well, let's just compare this one. What's... How much... How much do you value the king in terms of? Is it just a you have the cool model you want to play it or? This is I want to play with him uh, for sure. Get now play testing one. I get the other one. That's wave two. Is the trip is the oh, okay, oh, okay there okay there we go. Wave two. He's finishing them now. I custom built all of them. They're all the size of the void dragon. They look fantastic. I can't wait to get them. Um, yes, that's a disadvantage to myself, but I had to. I want to play with cool yeah. models. <laughs> I, I under, I'm very familiar with uh, modeling for disadvantage. Don't worry. Yes, I modeled for yeah. disadvantage. I'm okay with that. But um, yeah, time will tell if which one is more competitive. If I wanted to bring to an event, this is I think the best king list I could come up with. I think that is my favorite triple satan list. There's double satan list. I think I could tweak it. Even I would keep everything and say, if I drop one satan, what do I get? Is it more warriors? Is it uh, Lich Guard or something like you can tweak it, but they're all float around. They all have the same secondary game plan, primary game plan. You just are trading out some of your tools for better at the mission, more stuff, or three satans that are all star gods. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a lot of a fine tuning and kind of guessing about where the where the the meta or what your matches are going to be because it's it's easy to go with, oh in retrospect if I brought this other version uh with my matchups you know it would have been better but then you go to an event and then you play zero admec and you're like oh oh i brought like you know 500 points to deal with admec and i didn't play any woe is me uh you know and whoa yeah that's isn't that a, that's a saying right i didn't make yeah, yeah. this up yeah, no, it's, no. A, it's, it's an actual thing no no all right i've never seen no, don't try to don't 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 try to get me. I I know words and stuff. <laughs> uh, and yeah. then, and then last uh last kind of question here about about this whole thing. So you mentioned uh you know if if you wanted to bring them to a tournament, how um let let's say that that you that some people here maybe some people hosting uh, a web show or a podcast uh, would be going to Las the Las Vegas Open here. What's the what's the the reason can you make a case to play necrons uh, at the the las vegas open a hundred percent dude i think you have a better chance of, of performing well at a larger event with armies like this versus a five round gt full of bangers like that's those are harder when you go to a 64 person major and 30 of the people there are you know top 50 Savages, yes <laughs> yeah you're like okay it's brutal. You're going to go through the rent, the gauntlet, and you may run into some tough, tough matchups with some of these Necrons. It's just the way of the world. They are, um, they did fall down the hill, so to speak, um, as more codexes come out. 
but that doesn't mean they're still good. Like they still do things that other armies can't do. The double obsec, some of their um, healing shenanigans, and then not every army has satans either. If you're going that route, um, so they still have places. And I think you would be even better off at, at LVO with a Necron list um, for sure. All right, I I, I kind of like it. I mean, and and what are the what are the the, the chances of of you running them? Again, at the the LVO, because I'm I'm assuming you're gonna play them locally before, uh, and and then at some point make up make up your mind. But would you... yeah, I don't know. Um, the games will tell me if um if it draws me away from chaos. I'm I'm having some really good success with the demons right now in Bellacore, so I it would be hard to pull me away from that competitively right now. Um, but at the time will tell as I play more games, if I think this score is better secondaries or whatnot against whatever the meta is, I'm still, I would, I'm trying to get top 16 or I, I want to lose one game at LVO, which is very hard to do. My plan uh, is to beat you actually. I, I, I can just have one win against you and then lose all my other game. That, that's it. If I'm the, if you're the one loss I take, I'll, yeah. I'm perfect. Cause that's kind of the best scenario. Cause then you cannot even t talk shit to me. Cause I, I, beat you so, so it's kind of you know that's kind you, of for me that's me. the best outcome uh possible is i just i beat you or some some other like super pro player for for no reason like no valid reason and then i just like lose all my other games uh but then nobody can talk shit because uh you know i, I won a game uh, against a, a good player that's my uh, that's my whole plan it. folks i love it uh, but i'm not afraid of necrons if i i've played the ones i have um enough already to know i i know they're good And I think they're, I think most people make mistakes with them because they are not easy to play movement. You can't willy nilly walk around in the open anymore. Like you could early on in the, when the codex came out, you have to be tight with your game plan, your secondaries, and uh, you have to know who you're playing and the uh, reps is what builds that confidence. So yeah, they're harder to play. It's a challenge, but I, they are very good. I think they're good. Oh, all right. I, th I think that's a, that's a fair uh, assessment here. Uh, how about uh, we do a little uh, little uh, fire camp story and then uh, we uh, we close uh, this show out because uh, I thought of a, a fun little story. Uh, to, well, well, actually, it's it's a thing about team tournaments, so you, you'll enjoy this. So, um, uh, I, I me, me and Austin love uh, team tournaments. Now, my current uh, playtesting strategy for uh, the team tournaments is pairing something like 20 zeros and then getting a bunch of draws i'm really interested in this like strategy because uh well you brought it actually you you kind of brought it up with like sean Nathan that can, cannot like possibly stop himself from getting 20 points regardless of what he he does right or a hundred points or whatever uh system like team tournaments use 20 point systems so that's why i'm yes he's going. getting 20s yeah yeah he's getting all of the points right um yep. so my, my uh and that's that's really uncommon in these team events where people are going to go like for uh you know 13 out of 20 victories being good victories and then uh you know seven point losses being really good losses so i'm really interested in in the 20-0 uh strategy of like getting one player to be sure that this guy is getting like a million freaking points and then everybody everybody else getting draws and then that guy makes you win because that's not like a, a popular strategy But I did this a lot with uh, my buddy Jack. Uh, well, your best, your best friend, Austin, uh, Jack. Uh, that was kind of my plan oh, uh, at, at an event. Um, so, so 
basically my, my plan was the Jack funnel where we would uh, put Jack into a matchup that he would like win the game by a million and then we would all kind of you know draw it out basically and then with with Jack's point we'd get like a minor win every single round um, and and at one, one event he play, we, we uh, I, I messed up the pairings uh, where I I placed the wrong card down and then it oh no. Yeah, well, it's, it was not the, the last one, but like I could choose a matchup, and I basically gave them a matchup instead of of the one that I wanted, and uh, and then I looked at the card and was like, oh wait, I made a mistake. Like, yeah, you did, and I'm like, but but it's my but it's, but it's my card. I can't, I no, <laughs> but it was too late. And then uh, so uh, Jack was playing a terrible matchup, and then at some point, I'm playing with with uh, another guy, and then. The guy playing Jack comes to talk to him, and then Jack comes and he's like, "I'm having a trouble. I'm, you know, he's gonna deep strike his whole army. He's gonna kill my stuff, and this is gonna be a nightmare uh, scenario." So I, I, I look at Jack and I go, "Well, you know, this guy is not that great of a player, and he will do something stupid. So just like, hold on to your lily white butt and wait for him to do something completely stupid, and he's gonna lose the game by himself. But like, just be super patient." Like, don't go, like, super, like, full Leroy, because, like, Jack plays these Leroy army that you love. That's why uh, he's your best friend. So I go, you know, be patient. He's going to do something colossally stupid, and when he does that, then you win the game. So naturally, uh, so, so then I look, I was playing uh, my friend Eric, and then I go at Eric, and he's like, who, uh, what, what's he, what, did he, what did he say? I'm like, I'm not telling you. Like, come on, you can tell me. I'm like, okay, look, if we swear that we're not going to go over there and tell them exactly what we, what we just said, uh, you know, I'm down to, to tell you. It's like, okay, sure, gentleman's agreement. And then it, there was a judge over and I'm like, you agree, judge, you saw this this happening. So he goes, um, so he goes oh, yeah, he told me he was in a really good spot and that he was uh, going to get 20 points against, uh, you know, against Jack. I was like, cool. I said, I told Jack that your player was going to do something stupid and that Jack should wait until that point. So I'm gonna guess that this is what's about to happen. Uh, what's gonna happen here uh, soon enough? Uh, so, he, so Eric starts laughing because he know he knows uh, <laughs> for sure. And, and then lo and behold, Jack scored 20 points in that uh, that round. Uh, sadly, we I think we all lost. I got a draw that round, and then we lost all of our other games because of my card. Uh, boy, Jack. Set. But oh yeah, and then, oh yeah, Jack won all of his game uh, all the weekend. He, he destroyed everybody that he played with. He, one guy really hated him. Uh, so when the for because I don't know, I think the other person did not realize that our strategy implied him getting a zero, and then they they did not pair into him getting a zero. But he he got that zero. Mm. Zero. That a boy, Jack. So yeah, so the the Jack. But I'm I'm trying to try. I, I want to try this out at like a larger scale of like getting the. Because there are these these players that just like they can't freaking help themselves. They're gonna win by a million, whatever happened, he's gonna win by a freaking million points. So I'm really interested in that strategy. Uh, that was the whole point of this this story was well to tell the Jack Funnel uh, story and Jack waiting for somebody to do something stupid before. Yeah, and, and the the Art of War guys are that's how they build this now. But like that Sean's list does the same thing. It, it's definitely in the list construction and the player playing it have to like mesh together so that regardless of who they play, they're going to get a billion points and they're going to not let you play the game and they're going to beat you and get the 20, right? Oh, yeah. So as long as you have that one or two guys that can do that, yeah, the other guys fishing for draws 
is a solid tactic. Is but you have to be guaranteed. You have to, to, you have to get the good players. That's what we we were talking. Uh, I was talking about that as well. Like some players, they are really good at that, but they hate it. Like like being able to get a draw, but still like like yeah, well, like I do at, at ATC, and I go there and then I lose every single freaking game, but like with some points, or I win for some miraculous uh, reason. It's kind of hard to to like you have to understand that like it's it's a team effort like if your goal is to get like a minor loss and you're getting a minor loss like you you did it if you're supposed to get 20 points and then you don't get 20 points you like you failed even though you get like 17 or you know well 17 is a great score but like if you get 15 instead of 20 that's a bigger deal than getting you know a, a six a six point loss or in, uh, instead of a seven point loss and you know, like you accomplish more by doing that but a lot of players are, are like really struggling at doing that in team events and you see you see it a lot of the like a lot of the time right yep for sure uh not with flg teams no different well yeah i mean there there is different no there's not itc the team event in vegas they changed all the rules it literally is no differential okay, scoring well, it's completely different than atc okay, and run the, me through the scoring for it's flg based. teams I, I don't know. I couldn't quote it, but I talked to Sean about it, and they took all of it out. So it's it's just win-loss um, is all that matters. So the, the, if you Ooh. win three games by one point, you win, right? Um, I like that. It's oh, different. I like, oh, I like I, that. I, I, I definitely like it less. I think the differentials mean uh, more because if you lose by one, um, yes. it's just as bad as losing by 80. So there's less incentive for, like, your grinded out yeah. guys to go try to grind it out. If you're well, getting stopped. Well, yeah, the just... grinder, yeah, losing with, like, it. well, it changes the style of, oh, the that's whole so, I think it changes the army composite. Like, what armies you Definitely. bring in that format is a lot more interesting. Definitely, you're just trying to squeak squeak wins out. It's just a different thing, right? Instead of. Oh, it's, it's an entirely, oh, I like it. Yeah, I think it, it's it changes weird, it though, up. The FLG guys are doing that because uh, isn't uh, Reese uh and dash or frankie on the the american wtc team yes um they they pissed weird off. that they're going away from that un they unless they know something the, we don't which i doubt they pissed off the wtc guys the wtc guys reached out to them and like we've been doing this a long time and y'all shouldn't be doing any of that <laughs> and uh so there's there's that whole thing behind the scene but For me, it just makes it different. It's, it's a well, different. It's, yeah, it's an entirely. Oh, I'm. Uh, I think we'll talk about. So next sh next show, fellas. Uh, I think uh, we're doing uh, Imperial Knights, Austin's Thousand Sun, and then we're gonna have a, a deeper look into the FLG thing because uh, sadly I have to put this show uh, to bed now. Um, at, at some point, uh, so, but but I really want to get into this because this is really really interesting and. Uh, Well, uh, I believe we like team tournaments, so, you know. We do. Let's ch we'll chat it up next week. All right, let's do that. Austin, uh, it was uh, an amazing show. I'm glad that we talked Necrons without arguing. Uh, and uh, any last words here uh, for today? No, thanks again, everybody, for hanging out. Um, love you guys. Um, keep showing us support. This is fun. We like talking to you guys on Tuesdays, and we'll see you next week. You heard it, folks. Thank you, everybody. Have a great evening. We're out.